Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. This is Lock and Load, and now we're going to talk to Dean Weingarten just because we like it. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing pretty well. A lot of interesting things going on that uh, um, that I've been working on, so I've been kind of busy. Yeah, it's it, this, this one is very interesting just because my son recently, my son is a blood courier. And where he has to go deliver the blood, he does carry a gun, but um, where he has to go deliver blood is uh, like the rougher parts of the neighborhoods, shall we say? So that's one reason he carries a gun. But here recently bought one of those pop-out batons, which if he was, uh, you know, until recently. Yeah, we another option. Yeah, until recently, though, in California, he wouldn't have been able to do this. Tell me about what happened in California. Oh, well, I think it's a fascinating story because this started back in 2019. (laughs) And there were several people who sued the state of California uh, saying that the ban they had on billy clubs, and they're referred to in the law just as billies, was unconstitutional because it violated the Second Amendment. And this was obviously a very strategic lawsuit because California is only one of a couple of states that just completely bans billy clubs. I mean, possession is banned, carrying is banned, ownership is banned, sale is banned, manufacture is banned. Uh, you're just not supposed to have or own or sell or anything a billy club. Yet, billy clubs is one of the most primitive, common weapons that have ever existed. And, and so it's it's just such, it's really kind of, should be low-hanging fruit. Um, it should be an easy win. But what happened in 2019 is they took it to the court, and it was assigned to Judge Roger Benitez. And when I first saw that it had been assigned to him, I'm going, well, this is easy. He's obviously going to find this to be unconstitutional. I was wrong. What happened is that he is he has to go by the rules of the Ninth Circuit. And the Ninth Circuit at the time, this was before the Bruin decision, said that under Heller, quote, long-standing rules were presumed to be lawful. And they had ruled that their 1927 ban on the possession of billy clubs was long-standing, therefore the ban on billy clubs was presumed to be lawful. And Benitez, correctly applying the law, he's required to uh, 
to follow and to the um, decisions that are precedential in the Ninth Circuit. And so in 2019, they said, well, this law is from 1923, and the whole Ninth Circuit has ruled that that is a longstanding law, and therefore it is not susceptible to uh, interpretation under Bruin, and therefore it is not unconstitutional. Well, only nine months later, having made the decision in uh, September 22nd, 2021, and that was two years after the challenge was brought. Nine months later, in June 22nd, 2022, uh, the Bruin decision was published, and it said, long-standing, uh, you had to go back to the historical record and the most important part of the historical record was close to when the Second Amendment was ratified in 1791, and maybe some laws around Re Reconstruction uh, and uh, the passage of the 14th Amendment in 17, excuse me, 1868 might have some relevance. So after Bruin happened, the court sent the decision, which is, and the case is Fouts v. Bonta now. Uh, they sent it back to Judge Benitez and said, well, now we got Bruin, you have to rehear this case. You have to, it's a new case because we've got new Supreme Court precedent. So Judge Benitez has been working on it did, diligently all this time. And I am a big fan of Judge Benitez because he writes extremely well. He's very diligent. He does his homework. And his opinions are clear-cut and a joy to read. So he talks about the Billy Club ban. And he mentions that the ban is complete, total. And he says, uh, this is for an object that anybody from the ages of 8 to 80 could readily make, just to indicate how common these are and how much they've been around. And then he gives a, uh, a hypothetical. He says, if you have a young girl who's walking home from school one evening, and she's walking through a part of town where robberies and assaults and rapes have occurred, and where youth gangs are known to frequent, and where unrestrained dogs are known to roam, and she's wearing a baggy, oversized sweatshirt, sometimes associated with gang affiliation, in her hand, she's holding a billy, a baton, just like the ones law enforcement officers often carry for their protection. An officer sees her walking and sees she is in possession of the baton. The officer then arrests her for violating California Penal Code 22210. She's handcuffed, placed in the back of the police car, transferred to the police station, booked, fingerprinted, and initiated into the juvenile court system. And it goes on to say, well, this seems like exactly the type of thing the Second Amendment is designed to protect against. And then he goes into a, the history. He says there's no question that batons or billies are arms as uh, protected by the Second Amendment. 
because they have um, the Supreme Court rule. Anything that any bearable arms are automatically protected by the Second Amendment. And then you go to, if you want to ban a particular arm, if you can find that there's historical precedent for doing so, then you can make that argument afterwards. But first, they are clearly protected. So what in the article that I wrote for Amelin, because several people have discussed the uh, the Bonta case about billy clubs, um, Judge Benitez goes to extra trouble. Now, he has become exceedingly expert on all aspects of the Second Amendment and the courts because he's presided over several different cases. And he's just this brilliant jurist, and he said, okay, I'm going to give some time to the state. If you can come up with any more laws that are out there for historical precedent on billy clubs, I'm going to give you, you know, I think I gave him six months or more, but plenty of time. And they didn't find much because most of the laws are well known. They're already out there. You know, it's a case of diminishing returns. You hunt through the history books, you hunt through the old newspapers, uh, the old legislative records, and you come up with laws. Let me get you to hold right there, if you will. We're coming up on the first break. This article is the latest one that has been published at Ameland.com. Quite an interesting little expose, if you will. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. such thing as a fair fight and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform dominate at staccato we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom when we want you to enter that objective confident that you are carrying the best gun in the gunfight no compromise no sacrifice staccato 2011.com stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011 At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unique. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810. 800-524-3810. 
800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine Tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Welcome back. Talking to Dean Weingarten. This is Lock and Load. And we were talking about this uh, Billy Club law where uh, now it is also, I mean, Benitez is a busy guy in California, isn't he? He is amazing. He has a nickname among Second Amendment aficionados of St. Benitez. And he does really well. And I I have a mild, um, I'm, I have only a couple of degrees of difference from because a very good friend of mine knew him personally and was, you know, kind of an acquaintance. They they had professional doings, but they also had a little bit of, uh, you know, non-professional uh, interaction. And uh, the uh, and another person I don't know quite as well, but still know a, a bit. You know, I'd say we're friends, but not real close friends. Was actually uh, Judge Benita's bodyguard for a while. So. What Benitez does, he's looking at this Billy Club law, and he looks at existing law, and he says, these are arms clearly protected by the Second Amendment. They've been around forever. They're one of the earliest weapons anybody could ever have. And he uh, looks at the decision. He discusses the Caetano decision early on, which I think 
is more important than many people realize. In the Caetano decision, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously that a stun gun was protected, was an arm protected by the Second Amendment, and you could not just ban them. I mean, that was a unanimous decision. And what they said was, just because an arm was not invented when the Second Amendment was ratified doesn't mean arms are not protected. In in a concurrence, Judge Alito said, this is because they're in common use. There's uh, over 200,000 of them. That means they're in common use. And so they are protected. Well, there's a lot more (laughs) billy clubs than there are stun guns. And billy clubs have been around, or short clubs, essentially, let's say under, probably under four feet, would be considered a billy. And he says, well, look, it's clear that the defendant in Caetano did not have to actually shock anybody with their stun gun for it to be considered to be used in self-defense. And the young girl that he posited walking with a billy club to protect her from bad actors and roving dogs, um, she might not have to hit anybody to protect herself with that baton either. But the most important parts of what, well, that's not quite correct. Let's see, some of the more interesting parts of what I saw in the decision was where he called out the the, the um, state of California and its expert on, well, let's say, trying to pull one over on the court. And let's see if I can, uh, let's just see. I'm going to read you, to you Judge Benita's words. He said, Only seven states in the 1800s had Billy restrictions. So why does the state and its expert witness say 14 states had anti-Billy Club laws in the 1800s? And then he says the sentence is inaccurate. The assertion is misleading. And it is important. By giving the impression that 14 states had adopted anti-Billy laws in the 1800s, the state implies that state laws were numerous enough to represent a historical tradition. A different story is told by the state's own list of laws. A different story is told by the experts' own data. The problem with the 14 states' claim is that there were actually half of that. Where does one find these other so-called state laws? It is a bit of rhetorical ledger domain. Beyond the seven already discussed, there were no other statewide anti-Billy laws in the 1800s. However, there were municipal ordinances in mostly very small cities. Consequently, when the state expert says 14 states enacted such Billy laws in the 1800s, it is more accurate to say there were seven state laws and seven city ordinances. Now, I'm going to put words in Judge Benita's mouth because he's much too polite to actually put them bluntly. Essentially, he said, "Uh, you and your experts lied, and you tried to pull one over on me, but I found you out. And then, that was on page 17, and then on page 19, 
he goes into it again about how the state lists a number of different state laws and claims that are all around the time of Reconstruction and that they banned the possession of billy clubs. But what he says, to, I'm using his summation, to sum up, based on the state's own excerpts of historical statutes provided by state expert Professor Spitzer and attached to his declaration of the seven state laws the state claims banned the possession of billy clubs, only one did California's own 1917 statute. Wow. Wow. When you have the judge pointing out that you misstated six-sevenths of your claim, and so the last claim is only hanging by a thread, and that's the case that's being closest to being disputed, it's pretty bad. If I were in any case involving uh, Professor Spitzer, I would go back to this and point out to the jury that Judge Benitez caught him out misstating the facts. So that is, uh, I think, a big deal. And uh, now there is a, a summary judgment was entered by Judge Benitez, which says, yeah, uh, the plaintiffs in this case, which we found at all, you win. The Billy Clubs may not be banned by the state of California. The law is the ban on Billy Clubs is null and void. Now, summary judgment is final. The court, this court, the district court, doesn't have anything more to say about it. But the uh, the state of California immediately asked for an appeal, and I suspect they will probably ask to stay the district court decision until the appeal is heard, and that may or may not be granted. As far as I know, it has not been granted yet. Hold on, right there. It, Hold on right there, if you okay. will. Coming up on the next break, like I said, this is the latest thing at AmmoLand.com of uh, over 2,400 other articles that are just as pointed. They mean just as much today as they used to. Uh, some of the things are timeless. Some of the things are evergreen, and it's well worth your look to go check them out. That's at AmmoLand.com. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. Terran Tactical Innovations is the ultimate one-stop shop for all your competition, law enforcement, and military needs. Home of the weapons of WIC. Now featuring the new pit fiber, Terran is the one who trained the one. 
and he is Hollywood's go-to for taking the weapons and training to the next level. His legacy of championship wins, spanning across decades, is due to his uncompromising dedication to perfection. These innovations are now offered to you at TerranTactical.com. USA News Update. Two leading pharmacy chains in the U.S. are set to start sales of abortion pills, possibly this month. Walgreens and CVS will offer mifeprestone at select pharmacies in states where it's legally permissible. For now, the risk of a government shutdown has been averted. On Friday, President Biden signed a government funding bill extending the deadline further into the month. In the following weeks, lawmakers will need to reach an agreement to pass several appropriations bills. The CDC has updated its guidelines, stating that Americans with COVID no longer need to isolate for five days. The new guidance covers COVID and other respiratory infections. According to the update, individuals with COVID can resume normal daily activities if they've been fever-free for 24 hours without medication or if their symptoms have been improving. The CDC also advises those ending isolation to wear masks and minimize close contact with others. John Schaefer, USA News. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Welcome back. This is Lock and Low talking to Dean Weingarten, talking about Billy Clubs in California. And uh, Judge Benitez, he strikes again. I, I know you got a little fit, little bit to finish, so please continue, sir. Well, I find these cases to be important because they set precedent. 
and they develop good arguments showing how the Second Amendment works and what it means. And people may think billy clubs are no big deal, but it's a direct thrust against the heart of the Second Amendment to say that a state can ban billy clubs. Hawaii was another state that banned billy clubs, and they had a separate ruling, not by Judge Benitez, but by uh, another judge in the district court in Hawaii saying they could not ban billy clubs. And that case was kind of holding fire, waiting on this case, I think. So what we're finding is that Heller, McDonald, these the Supreme Court decisions, Caetano, we talked about that a bit, and the latest Bruin, are having significant effects with judges who follow the law. Unfortunately, we have a number of judges that don't want to follow the law, and so we continue to have these uh, cases popping up where they're just, in my opinion, delaying, 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 hoping that uh, Judge or that uh, Joe Biden wins another term of office and can appoint some judges to replace conservatives so they can roll back the cases that are in favor of the Second Amendment. That's about all I have on that. Well, that's plenty. That's plenty stuff. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit about bears because a lot of people are interested in bears. Yes, and and you know what's really interesting about bears, in my opinion, is that there's a lot of information out there. But a lot of it, this is my opinion. I'm going to state it that front. A lot of the information that's been put out is falls under the category of things they know that aren't so, and uh, so there's a lot of speculation and bad information that's been put out about bears. And part of this is because it's hard to collect copious amounts of good data about bears. Right. I mean, bears, bears killing people are relatively rare, just a few times a year. Bear attacks are over-reported when a person gets injured and seldom reported when no person is injured, so you have strong selection bias. And so there is there's also this institutional desire amongst many wildlife biologists and researchers to protect bears, and they really don't care what happens to humans involved. Well, let's say they, they find it of secondary importance to protect humans. After all, we've got lots of humans, I'm just paraphrasing. So uh, we need bears, not people. That's what I believe they are thinking. Right. But you can avoid a lot of that problem, you know, of selection bias and uh, expectation uh, bias by looking at when people are killed. Because almost every incident where a bear kills a person is reported and reported on and has official reports done on it. It's 
it's big news and it's reported all over the place. <clears throat> so the data that are very hard to obtain are how many times are bears sprayed with bear spray? Well, I don't know. How many times are handguns fired in defense against bears? We don't know. How many times are firearms generally fired against bears in defense? We don't know. And what percentage of human-bear conflicts involves serious damage to humans or danger? We don't know. But we do know when bears kill people. So if you're looking to compare bear spray and firearms, or in my case, because I've concentrated on handguns, handguns, we have a very good idea of how many people have been killed by a bear where a handgun has been fired in defense against the bears. And we have a very good idea of how many people have been killed uh, when bear spray has been sprayed as defense against the bears. And the numbers are small, but startling. We have we're getting close to 200 cases, I think we're a little less, where handguns were fired in defense against the bear. And the numbers produce some very interesting results. And of all those cases, there's only one case where the bear killed one of the people involved. And that was a polar bear near Svalbard, uh, the Svalbard Archipelago, that's up above the Arctic Circle north of Norway. And the handgun in the case was a twenty-two caliber handgun. We don't know if it was a revolver or a uh, semi-automatic. Since this is Norway, I would suspect it was a semi-automatic, but that's speculation on my part, and I have not been able to get the official reports of that particular incident because it's in Norway, and, you know, it's harder to file Freedom of Information Act requests than the Restrictions are far different in Norway than they are in the United States. <laughs> so we did find one case where people fired handgun in defense against bears and a person was killed. But bear spray has only been around since about uh, 85, 1985. I mean, cartridge handguns have been around since 1873. You could argue back to the 1850s. But I'd say they didn't really catch on until 1873. That's when the 1870 French Ordnance Revolver came out. That's when the Colt Peacemaker came out. So I'd say reasonably powerful, commonly available cartridge handguns. A good year to look at them really being in use is 1873. And we've found a couple hundred cases where they're used in only one case where a person was killed, and that was with a twenty-two caliber pistol. But bear spray has been around the earliest case is about 1985. And it wasn't in use really much until the 1990s. But since it came out, there are nine people who have been killed where bear spray was used to try to, in defense, and we still had nine people killed. And we know every one of them. The first one was in 2003. It was a Russian bear 
expert bear researcher, uh, Vitaly uh, Nikolayenko. He was killed and he was eaten in Russia by a big European brown bear, which is similar to either our grizzly or our brown bear, depending, you know, like the Kodiak, on where they are. Right. Now, uh, Nikolayenko was on the coast, and these bears ate a lot of salmon, so I imagine they were closer to the Kodiak. And then Aaron Johnson was killed in 2017 when bear spray was used as a defense against the black bear that was attacking her in a predatory attack. And then Mark Upton was killed in 2018, and he used bear spray against uh, the grizzly bears that were attacking him. And then Daniel Schilling was killed in Alaska while he was clearing trail a mile or two from his house, and bear spray was sprayed all over the place and was on a couple of bears when he was killed. Hang on right there, if you will. Talking to Dean Weingarten. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's Donated Dental Services Program to C1, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. 
Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat, or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will You See One? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem. Pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Last time on the firing line, talking to Dean Weingarten. This is Lock and Load, and uh, we're talking about bears and bear spray and efficacy of bear spray and stuff like that. And uh, and I was listing the nine people who were killed yep. where bear spray was used as a defense, and it wasn't effective enough to keep them from getting killed. Uh, and so I don't know if I want to go all over all of them, but Stephanie. Uh, uh, Blaze, I may be mispronouncing her name, in Saskatchewan, and Carl Mark was killed near Yellowstone Park, and Lee Loken was killed in Montana. That was a particularly nasty case. She was dragged out of her tent and killed by a good-sized grizzly bear, and she'd practiced using bear spray just hours before, and it was clear she'd stuck the bear spray out of the tent and sprayed the bear, but it still killed her. And then we have Doug Inglis and Jenny Goosey uh, and their dog were called up in Alberta, Canada. And they were dragged, they were attacked while they were in their tent. And they, there was a complete can of bear spray had been emptied while that was going on. Yet they were both, both them and their dog were killed. And the bear was defending the, their bodies as food. When the people, uh, the rescuers arrived uh, many hours later because it was far off in the wilderness, and they had sent out a satellite message saying they were attacked by a bear. So, what we see, one person killed where handguns were used over 150 years, about, and then we have roughly, really only about 30 years of bear spray use at most, and we've got nine people killed attempting to use bear spray for defense. So, to me, that indicates that bear spray would not be my first choice for defending against bears. I mean, it has its uses in some of these places, like uh, with Doug Inglis and Jenny Goosey. 
they were not allowed to have firearms in that wilderness part of Canada. They were in a park, and there were no firearms allowed. So bear spray was about all they really had available. Uh, and with um, Stephanie Blaze in Saskatchewan, her husband had access to a firearm, but he chose to grab the bear spray first. And he sprayed the bear, and it didn't stop attacking his wife. And then he you know, dropped the bear spray and went and got a rifle and killed the bear, but it was too late. So there are times when bear spray is useful. I think it's useful for hazing bears uh, when they are not uh, intent on predation or aggression. But it's nowhere near as effective as it has been made to be, made to appear to be in the media. With uh, I, I, you know, bear spray. How long? How long? How much pressure is on a bear spray can? How 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 long is it going to last if you spray the whole time? It only lasts for a couple of seconds. You you might get three seconds. Some people say maybe you get five seconds, but most people uh, spray almost all the bear pretty quick. All the bear spray fairly quickly, and empty the can. And that's a real problem if the bear keeps coming back. And right. black bears particularly are known to keep on coming back. And, and what we see is bear spray seems to be generally not super effective on predatory attacks. Now, in a predatory attack, the bear is looking you, at you as potential food. And bears, when they're after food, tend to be very determined and there have been several cases where bears are sprayed, and then they come back, and then they get sprayed, and then they come back. And in one case, I remember the researcher who was um, spraying the bear, his spray ran out. But he said, fortunately, I was able to reach my vehicle before the bear realized I was out of bear spray. So there are many problems. Well, let's say there's different advantages to bear spray versus firearms. But one of the big advantage for firearms is you can practice. It's you. There are manufacturers that'll sell practice canisters of bear spray, but they're kind of pricey. I think that would be a good thing for people who sell bear spray to do is to sell practice canisters for a modest amount. You know a few dollars for practice canisters so that people could practice spraying bear spray. Uh, but with firearms, practice is a, a common activity for people who own firearms. Right. And then you can reload a firearm usually fairly quickly. Uh, either a semi-automatic is usually a, a couple of seconds. Uh, a revolver may take you a couple of seconds more. Uh, if you carry speed loaders, and extra mag or extra magazine, but you can't reload a bear spray canister. The best you can do is you carry another canister. And bear spray is susceptible to low temperatures if it gets down much below zero. And fortunately, most bears are probably denning up by that time, but polar bears are still active. And, and if, there are also many cases where bears wake up from uh, denning and start roaming around and are very hungry 
So you can't rely on all the bears to be hibernating at any one time. And in very cold weather, bear spray has much limited range. Now, the proponents of bear spray say, well, just keep it warm near your body. But that makes it harder to get at. Uh, and the that leads to the other advantage that firearms has is that they have been developed with both the firearms and the holsters uh, going through rigorous evolution to become both easy to get at and safe to carry. So they're just very ergonomic. So a, a handgun is probably, some people would call it the first point-and-click interface. So handguns and handgun holsters are just much more ergonomic than bear spray and uh, bear spray holsters. Yeah, the, the, the thing about the, I mean, that whole, the, the bear spray, even if it's effective, it's a one-time use, basically, right? And that's uh, that's my problem with bear spray. That's my well, problem with bear spray. Well, it is, and it's just not anywhere. The percentages they put out were just fantasy from the beginning, 98% effective, just not true. But we do see that handguns, when they're fired, are in that neighborhood, about 98% effective. Yeah. Because uh, when you solve the problem with a handgun, there isn't any problem there anymore, most part. A lot of times, we don't know how many times warning shots work, but it does appear to be substantial. I, I guess in, in my case, uh, if I were if I if I were in the wilderness and a bear was coming, I would do everything I could to try to not shoot the bear if the bear is getting sort of aggressive. But right. my thought process is if, if, you know, I don't know how many chances I need to give them for that. You know, it depends. This is kind of, I look at it as a cost-benefit ratio. If the bear is clearly a threat, it's best to probably just kill it. Yeah. But if you have a chance to scare it off with warning shots, most people have enough ammunition nowadays. They can afford a warning shot or two. Um. And so in many cases, that seems to work. And then the species makes a difference, too. If it's common black bear out in the middle of nowhere, you know, in effect, nobody's going to miss it. If it's a grizzly bear in Montana, well, all of those are pretty tracked and numbered and no one in you're going to have a significant investigation, so you better be very more very much more clear of your motivation and facts. Well, we are going to run out of time. I just had to have a, I had to have a bear story, so I asked, I asked Dean to tell us a bear story. This stuff you can catch at Amalan.com. He's got well over 2,400 other articles there waiting for you. Um, thank you very much for taking the time to join me today, sir. It is always a pleasure. Yes, sir. And as for me, I'll be back on Monday, and, you know, it has right. never been about gun control. Not once, not ever. It has been. It's always going to be about total control. This has been Lock and Load.
Roadster.com, the home of DeSantis Quality Built American Made Products for 45 plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment, we perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD.